0: If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash mc 9 today. Hey y'all, good evening or morning, noon or night or Whatever it is, wherever you may be. Brandon here with Music City 911. Going to have a bit of a shorter episode tonight, but it is still a very hard-hitting episode and going to hit on some harsh realities that dispatchers will have to face at times. A little warning up front on this entire episode. The calls we're going to listen to are hard to listen to in several different ways. The details are also pretty difficult to digest. If you're easily shocked or saddened, this one won't be the right episode for you. The calls we're going over today are pretty freshly released. Investigation's still going on, etc. Details are minimal on these calls, so I won't really be able to dive deep into them. But we will listen to the calls, talk about what happened to the calls, and go over the details, whatever have been released about them. Warning again before I hit play. Turn it off now if you're not going to handle this well. All right, here we go.
1: High Point nine one one. Where is your emergency? Please, I need airplane, Please. Please please, please. Okay, are you I in the My baby's not breathing. Okay. My baby not breathing. Okay, stay on the line, but give me instructions. Breathing. Stay on the line. Guilford Metro 911, what's the address of your emergency? My baby's not breathing, 224 Brentwood Street. Please, I just woke up, my baby wasn't breathing. Baby okay, breathing. what? I need the address again. What's the address? 224 Brentwood Street. <laughs> Brent? Brent Street. Is that an apartment <laughs> or a house? Okay, is your baby breathing now? No, oh, my baby not breathing. How old is your baby? Why? Ma'am, are you with the baby now? My baby not breathing. Okay, how old is your baby? Ma'am, my baby is one. Okay okay i'm sending the paramedics to help you now stay on the line and i'll tell you exactly what to do next okay okay if there is a def- if- listen to me listen if there's a defibrillator available send someone to get it now do you guys have a defibrillator available Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm That's okay. I'm you, sorry. Okay, listen. Listen. Take a deep breath for me. We're going to try to help your baby. Is there a defibrillator available? A uh-huh. who? A defibrillator, an AED. I don't know what that is. I don't okay, know That's that is. Okay, listen, listen carefully. Are you right by him now? <laughs> stop, 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 baby. Stop. Ma'am, listen.
0: i pause the recording right there for a couple of reasons. For the most part, this is where the back and forth between the caller and the dispatcher ends. The call continues, but I'll get into that in just a second. From this portion of the call, we get some info, but it's still pretty sketchy as to what's happening. We know that a one-year-old isn't breathing. We know that it sounds like the mother is obviously beyond distraught. She wakes up and finds her child not breathing, and the time the call comes in, which may play some importance into it, is 11.26 in the morning, so almost noon. The mother woke up shortly before 11.26 and found her one-year-old not breathing and seemingly not conscious, though they never really said for sure in the call. This is kind of important information, mainly because if the child is awake and not breathing, chances are the baby's choking on something. This isn't the case with this one, but we'll continue with some of the other aspects of this. As I said, the mother is distraught. Callers like this are hard to get info from. Little to nothing can be done if your caller is too far gone. This one was on the edge of that, but as I said, she was given some info. Luckily, the most important bits are obtained, the address being the main one. Without the address... The response gets delayed, and when there's someone not breathing, that's the biggest example of the phrase, when seconds count. The remainder of this call, I had to work on the audio sound to bring it up. It was barely audible in a lot of spots. The caller at this point sets the phone down somewhere, and all you hear is background chatter. We'll talk more about what is said in the background after the remainder of the call, which is pretty lengthy because of that. I did cut off probably about midway through it being that the details got from the back portion of the call like this, they get to be a little bit repetitive.
1: Oh my God. Oh, oh my God! Oh yeah, my the Oh my I Oh my God! Oh not God! my baby. Oh my God! Oh <sighs> Hello? He was he breathing. No, he was breathing when we went to sleep when we woke up. I woke up and he was on the floor like perfect today. That's what woke me up. Did you glove his mouth? in his mouth. And you know yeah. Both of us. Both of us. We were off the basement with my two fingers, you know, more than three on the chest. Yeah. Still to What's Oh my God. Huh? Just a little bit. Don't, nothing hard, okay? Look how good he Go in the back, please. Please, cause you're so upset. Go in the back. Go in the back. In the back. Not enough going home. Leave it on. Leave it open. Leave it open. Leave please, stop freaking out, please. What? 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 I woke up, my baby had no one to hold, but he wasn't really like It was already cold. We went to sleep and everything was fine. What? 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 Where's are I do have an apartment oh. number, and they just outside? got stop crying. <laughs> 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 Thank Oh, baby. Please, please, It was cold when I woke up. His a his body part is still, it's still warm, but it's, it's just come on me. <laughs> y'all come up here so <laughs> they can I taste it. I cannot taste it. This is all I have. Get in here work, okay? Okay. Please save my baby, please. 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 Okay, it's gonna be okay. I'll please Stop crying. Okay, make sure everyone back here is okay. All right. Yeah. I closed this door because he kept crying. The, uh, my other friend is in there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. dead. We were in here. You were No, I'm not here, you know? No, he's looking for Keyline. See, Show him where Keyline is. Mm-hmm. Welcome, my baby? My son, because he's mad, he puts someone. Can you see my baby? Oh. Okay, hey, this is the only thing you have an idea, okay? You're trying to get to everybody's formula thing? You should get the name. Okay. Oh my god. See, oh Dave, Go across the hallway and get my Wally. It's in Baby Mama Rule. Can somebody talk to me, please? My name's the Palmer. know Hey, mom, give the give the officer the phone. Yes. My son, my son, my God.
0: said, the info there is a little bit repetitive. I did cut off a good portion of the call, which in total is nearly 22 minutes long. The attempts from the dispatcher to gain the attention of the caller, it just simply doesn't work. The mother says at one point that the baby was cold when she woke up. Someone else in the background points out that the baby's core, essentially, was still warm. This is a very important time indicator. If someone is cold and stiff in a warm environment, there's likely nothing that can be done. But being that someone says the child was warm, at least some portion of the baby was warm, it makes this a potentially workable arrest. And by that, I mean there's still some hope. CPR has to be given, and quickly, if there's any chance, though. It sounds as if help gets to the scene pretty quickly, and this is after a neighbor who... You could hear, I believe, the mother say she was a daycare worker giving CPR to start it all off. You could hear what was likely one of the police officers getting there and start asking some of the questions towards the end of that portion of the call. Very basic stuff, but it calms the mother down some. There's a very short portion of the call at the very end of it, and I'll go ahead and play it now. That also has some important info, and this is also just background chatter. <laughs>
1: And mm-hmm. Yeah, he got medical problems. No, he just can't hear his right ear. He can't hear his right ear. He can't, right here. He he can't, can't hear his right ear. Okay, um. Last time you see us, you had him awake and talking to you. Mm-hmm. So it was really last night last and last I came time. over here okay. and I checked 'cause I was back and forth the next door. And then I came over here and checked maybe like two or three hours because 'cause I've been up this morning. Okay. And, me, good. Okay. and then my son. <laughs>
0: and that you could hear the officer ask if there's any pre-existing medical conditions the mother says no but also says that he can't hear in his right ear this isn't really anything that would make a one-year-old stop breathing the thing that kind of caught my attention though and likely the police officers too is that the mother said she came back and forth from next door and he was good, talking about the baby. I have no idea if there was anyone else there with the child or not during that back and forth time she says was last night. Then she also says something that kind of contradicts something that she said earlier, that she just woke up and the baby was not breathing. That was what was initially said. Now she said she woke up two or three hours ago and the baby was fine and that she was checking on him. One of the portions of the call that I had to chop out was pretty important but it was very very difficult to hear because of a probably some sort of a playback or feedback type loop of some sort that was happening. This is a bad type of echoing type effect that can happen during a call sometimes and usually calls by the phone itself being somewhere that's getting feedback and it's just playing itself over and over again. I did manage to hear her say something to the fact of the baby wouldn't stop crying. So I shut the door. This is a very important piece of info to have for the officers after the fact. And we'll get back into that in just a second. Unfortunately, this baby did not make it. They transported to the hospital, all the while working really hard on it, but it was just too late. It was pronounced dead shortly after arrival at the hospital. They did an autopsy on the child, and this was kind of what we started seeing what may have happened and why the little bit of backpedaling by the mother was kind of fed into this whole thing. The cause of death was blunt force trauma to the body of the child. There was also apparently indicators that there was a history of physical abuse on the baby. So this wasn't some accident or something like SIDS, which is Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. That's where a baby just stops breathing for an unknown reason, usually during sleep. As I said earlier, this case is still being looked into, and in full details of what happened haven't been released, but the mother, whose name is Taportia Franklin and is 33 years old, was arrested and charged with felony child abuse, an additional count of child abuse, various drug charges, and first-degree murder. This, unfortunately, is a case that has happened thousands of times before and will likely happen thousands of times after this. Drugs definitely played a part in this in some way. And if you know someone who might be abusing drugs, especially with their young children in the home, don't sit back and just watch this happen and let it go. Report it to somebody so they can get the help they need and hopefully this won't happen again. If you want to try to keep up with this case and what develops with it, it happened in High Point, North Carolina. Just like many court cases, this could take a long time before we fully know what happened if we ever know exactly what happened from it. county name one well,
2: one what is your emergency hi um someone that we know is uh, non-responsive he drink alcohol like a lot of alcohol so where is he at um we how old is your friend uh he's 20 20 okay and what's he doing right now um he's laying down on his side and he's- his ears are his face is really purple and he's his uh, pupils aren't responsive okay is he breathing? Yeah, he's breathing, but it's really shallow. And he's been drinking, you said? Yeah. Okay. Is he taking anything else we need to know about? No. What's your name? Okay. Can we pay that? Okay. Are you positive he's breathing? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm positive. Do you see his chest rising up and down? No, not right now. Okay, and he's blue? Yeah. Okay, then he. there's a good chance he's not breathing. I want you to get down. Is he on the floor? Yeah, he is. Okay, do you see his chest rising at all? She said, does you see his chest rising? Yeah. I don't see rising, guys. Okay, do you know how to do CPR, or do you want me to walk you through it? She said, we don't do CPR. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> Is there somebody else there that can do CPR? No, no, no. I can walk you guys through it. Oh, my God. Okay, listen to me. You need to help your friend. Calm down. Okay, okay, okay. He's just like, going up and down. You do see it going up and down? I'm please. Do you see him, his chest? Him, see him, his him, chest? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it rising oh or not? Help him. Excuse me, ma'am. Okay. okay, his face is very purple. Okay, let's do CPR. Out. Okay. okay. Um, you feel um, comfortable me? Someone is He's, doing CPR right now. Yes, they're trying. Yes, uh, I'm I sorry. I've really got it. PTSD. Um, I'm, listen, um, calm down they're, they're, Listen, they're listen. Well, I'm going to help you. Do they know how to do okay, CPR? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give the phone to the person doing CPR. Hi, I'm sorry. Who's doing CPR? He's doing okay, CPR. Okay, on speakerphone and let me talk to okay. him. Okay. Do you know how to do CPR or do you need me to help uh, Roughly. You? I was in Boy Scouts a long time ago. Okay, did you make sure he has nothing in his mouth that's causing him not to breathe? No, he has nothing in his mouth. Okay, did you tilt his head back and everything and make sure? Yeah. Okay, yeah. did you start CPR? Yeah. Okay, you have the heel of one hand in the center of his breastbone and between yep. his nipples and you're pushing down hard? 29, 30, do you feel comfortable giving him two breaths, or do you want to keep the compression? Yeah. Did you give him two rescue breaths? Yes. Okay, Are are you starting the compressions again? Yep. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. The girls need to go in another room. Hey, go in another room. Go in another room. 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, and do two rescue breaths again. <laughs> do, you got any, do you have anything back? Is he? Are you? No. Open the door. Open the door. That someone's here. Someone's there. Open the door yeah. for him. Keep doing CPR. One, right yeah. two, three, four. The ambulance is here. The ambulance is there with you. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. let you go. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: The dynamic of the circumstances changes horribly throughout this call as I was talking about with the last one about the mother being distraught the initial caller and then the next person after that they both went hysterical and there was no way to calm them down also on the last call I said the seconds count on calls like this the dispatcher on this call did the right thing in so many ways she got the hysterical women off the phone and after that had to get them out of the room because they were interfering with what was happening. Having them in the room crying like that was doing no good for anyone. And I hate to sound harsh about this, but she, the dispatcher, and I think absolutely the same and correctly on this. If they are hindering the efforts to try to revive this patient, they have no business being around. Again, hate to sound harsh, but This is not the time to be crying and screaming. This is the time to help. Someone turning different colors like this and not breathing, seconds absolutely count. And this may have cost seconds or more. I'm not saying this would have made any difference in this case, but it could have. There were some very important bits of this that were barely mentioned in the the call itself. The patient had too much to drink. This was apparently a massive understatement. This is a full-blown case of alcohol poisoning caused by hazing at the Pi Kappa Alpha, otherwise known as Pike fraternity in Bowling Green State University in Ohio. The patient's name on this is Stone Fultz. He also didn't survive. He was 20 years old. He was a sophomore business student there at the university and was a pledge to become a Pike frat member. The family's attorney stated that he was fed copious amounts of alcohol. He was dropped off at his apartment after attending an off-campus event hosted by the Pikes where he consumed all this alcohol. He was transported to a local hospital where he was placed on life support until he later died. Much like the last call, this happens more times than it should and I wish it wouldn't happen again. Little can be done other than telling your high school or college-age children to be aware of the effects of this harsh binge drinking, and this should be a sobering reminder to anyone who was thinking about taking part in any of these hazing rituals. Details of this case at the time of release of this episode are still being investigated. be sure to leave the show a good review wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow the show on its various social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, easily found on all platforms. Also tell a friend or family member about the show. Would love to see it continue to grow, and it's wholly done so by you good folks out there. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon Hall. Y'all have a good one.